Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Alrighty, welcome back to episode 114 of Two Drunk Brothers on the Podcast. Very fun, exciting episode today. Uh, it's Sunday. It Sunday, Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. We've uh, been boozing a little bit on a Sunday. Um, Selection Sunday just happened. So we're going to do our second ever full Two Drunk Brothers bracket. So obviously, this is our third technical March Madness doing this, but we didn't do it last year because of COVID. So it's only our second time doing this. And basically what we're going to do is we're going to run through the whole bracket and pick the entire bracket until we get a champion. But we're also going to provide some insight, maybe some gambling yeah, lines on a few games. Um, As I was saying, like, we're not going to put out our picks for every game, but whatever game we like and we like a lot, we'll let you know uh, on that. So it's a, it'll, be, it'll be fun, action-packed episode. We're ready for this week. And it's even better that we get, like, an extra day. Like, you guys get an extra day to prepare listen to this, put your bets out because the real matchups don't start until Friday. Absolutely. We're not going to give, we're not going to really give you any gambling picks on this episode for the playing games. I don't know. Cause that Michigan state UCLA game is probably pretty good. I mean, we're probably going to pick them and put out lines. I just yeah. don't know what I'm going to pick yet. Uh, mainly because we don't technically necessarily have like a set bracket yet. So teams have <clears throat> up until Tuesday to, uh, I guess, withdraw, or if they get COVID, they can swap out. So up until Tuesday, there are four substitution teams. And in order, they are Louisville. Who's the second one? Louisville. Um, there's, a, there's a second team, and then it's SLU, and then it's Ole Miss. Um, Jared's going to look that up and give it yeah. to you. Yeah. So, uh, I, but regardless of the fact, so those four teams can, can be subbed in only if a conference that has two, Colorado state, Colorado state. Okay. So, and, and it's in order too, by the yeah. way, it's Louisville, Colorado state, SLU and Ole Miss. Those teams can get into the tournament only if a team that is in a conference with multiple teams bows out now if there's a team where they're the only one in their conference in then another team in their conference replaces them yeah so those are you talking about like your your auto bids like hartford for instance i think they came out of like the american east or something like that they're the only one that got on auto bid so it would be the second place team from their conference tournament that would get in in their place correct yes or uh whoever won the big sky whoever upset uh southern utah and went to the championship and, and won last night. Uh, regardless of the fact, that's that instance. But they only have it until Tuesday. So, like, after Tuesday, if a team has to has – to, or can't play because of COVID, they have to forfeit. Nobody gets to play that game. Okay. So, there you have it. 
So there are could there could be a little weird in terms of teams bowing out. I guarantee you somebody has to forfeit a game. <laughs> Somebody's got to forfeit a game. Um, I'm gonna I think it's gonna be more it happened more than once. Um it happened what three or four times in the in the conference championship games. Kansas had to forfeit. Um who else had to forfeit? Duke. Uh Duke and then Virginia. Virginia. It was Virginia. So you had three teams in three different conferences who had to forfeit because of COVID issues. I would not be surprised if it happens again in the NCAA tournament more than once. So, um, so here, hang on, time out before we move on and dive into things. I want to throw something at you that they didn't really cover on the broadcast earlier for Selection Sunday. What happens if the, a team loses, blah, blah, they go to the next round? then that team gets COVID and can't play. Do you think they would fill them with the team that lost? No, no. The team the team that didn't have COVID would just advance, just like they did in, in the conference championship games. See, I think it would be cool if, like, say, for instance, uh, Mizzou beats Oklahoma, goes on to play Gonzaga. Mizzou gets COVID. I feel like Oklahoma should be able to step in and play Gonzaga. Yeah, they're not going to do that though because that team's I know they're gonna, not going they're to. Already, but... They're already going to fl- be flying home. It's going to be over. Um, so it'll be a, a forfeit, which would suck. That's what we're going to suck if it's like a Sweet Sixteen or on game. And it's going to happen. First, Prepare yourself. First couple of rounds, I, I understand happening because there's 68 teams here. Um, but once you get down to that Sweet Sixteen, especially because like in between round two and the Sweet Sixteen, you have almost a week off. That would really suck if someone like fucked up in that week off and got COVID, and then you had, a, you had to forfeit a Sweet 16 game, and you have a team moving on to lead eight by default. Um, so those are the rules with COVID years. Um, anyway, they're all, all games taking place in, in Indiana. Not all of them are in Indianapolis. I think there's a few different sites they're utilizing, but all teams are in, are in Indianapolis or Indiana. I'm sure COVID protocol is going to be um, very, very strict. Before we dive into the bracket, Travis, and go, go game by game um, in the first round and really throughout the entire tournament, I got a couple stats I want to throw your way. So I was curious, the average amount of upsets that you see in a NCAA tournament. And I found an article from NCAA.com. So basically there every year, there's an average, well, there's, there's an average of 12.7 upsets, not in the first round. That's throughout the entire tournament. So that's like a, you know, an eight, nine team beating a number one seed. Did or you say 12, 12.5? 12.7 throughout the entire tournament. That's it? Throughout the entire tournament, average the most that's ever there ever was was nineteen in two thousand and fourteen. First round, you have six point one. There's an average of six point one upsets in the first round. The most was ten in twenty sixteen. So that really does not seem like a lot. Uh, kind is. I mean, you have th- you have thirty two games and only on average six upsets in the first round. Yeah. I mean, well, then you got years like 2007 where there were only two. So, I mean, there's there's a few outliers. Yeah. So, just keep that in mind as we're going through. Also, I got some criteria for the that the last 12 champions have had. The last 12 champions have had a top seven offense, according to Ken Palm. So, right away, that narrows you down to – I had them pulled up. Let me pull them up again. That has you narrowed down to Gonzaga, Iowa, Baylor, Ohio State, LSU, Michigan, and Illinois. Those are your top seven, according to Ken Palm. And then 
You also, they, of those teams, they also have a, have to have a top 20 defense. They usually have one senior or multiple upperclassmen that contribute. They have a solid point guard and an amazing or very, very good three-point shooter or scorer. So like somebody who shoots really, really well, like 40% or above from the field um, on average, 45% or above from the field. So those, that's the criteria that, that the last 12 champions have had. So I'll let you digest that. And I have a team that sticks out to me right away, but. I mean, of that criteria, a team that sticks out to me is Iowa. Iowa, Iowa and Illinois were two that stuck, that stuck out to me. Iowa, I mean, they have a good, they have a pretty decent defense. And then you got Luca Garza, who. Upperclassman. Yeah, upperclassman and has that field goal percentage. Yeah. Who's their point guard? I want to say. It's McCaffrey or Bohannon, so I don't know. Yeah, them both, both those guys are solid. So, and not to preview any of that or like or like lead, but I like Iowa's path to get to the Final Four very, very much. They have a they have a like I wouldn't necessarily say weak, but they have a a very solid road ahead of them. Yeah, winnable. I'd, I winnable. Say. Yeah, I'll say not solid. Solid mean, would mean tough. So, um, also, do you think they're they're mentioning the teams that didn't make it the first four out? I don't think any of those teams got robbed by any stretch of the measure. I was questioning Drake. Get, I mean, Drake. They had an insane record. Wichita State and Drake. They're playing in a playing game. I feel like you could easily swapped out Louisville or Colorado State for one of them. But I don't know about Louisville. I mean, what were they? Thirteen and seven. Fourteen or something like that, 14 and six. Yeah. Uh, I think Ole Miss had a pretty good resume. Yeah. And, and it, I know they were talking about it. Uh, Louisville and Slew had, were like pretty, their games were really brought down because of COVID this year. I think there's like a stretch where there's like almost three weeks where either of those teams didn't play. Yeah. And it sucks for them. But I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You can't put them in just because of that. Hopefully we don't have to see it, but they could technically still get in by Tuesday. They could. They would have to have three teams technically back out. Um, So we shall see. But without further ado, let's dive into it and get into this. Let's kick it off with the first. We're going to start right here in in this West region. So we're if you're we're also recording this. I'm going to try to do a little YouTube video. But if you're not, you're listening to audio version. We're going to start left, top left, top left. We're going to go all the way down the left side. And then go to the right side, go all the way down, and then go to the second round. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonix Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. So obviously, got Gonzaga. I mean, Gonzaga 
they play a playing game between two teams who I think are pretty solid. It Honestly, was, it, of the sixteen, I mean, when I really look at it, there's a lot of like sixteen. All these sixteen seeds could win a game, but I'm not going to pick any. But Gonzaga, if they get Norfolk State or Appalachian State, those are two teams that not so much Appalachian. Norfolk's been hot. Um, so there are two there there are two teams that I think could be in the tournament or should be in the tournament, not as a 16 seed. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there you go. But anyway, we're, I'm going to pick Gonzaga. <laughs> Gonzaga, I mean, you can't just not pick Gonzaga. Then you go down to the net 8-9 game. It is the Oklahoma Sooners versus our Missouri Tigers. They're in, they're in an 8-9 matchup. Um, it's tough not to pick Mizzou here. Oklahoma slid at the end of the year. Both these teams are not are not playing very good basketball coming into the tournament. No, they're not. I mean, for me, it's, it's going to go to the team that – can can score more honestly with these yep. two teams and it's not mizzou as much as i hate to say it i know like i will be rooting for mizzou but as far as picking wise i feel like i have to pick oklahoma here i do too oklahoma is a two-point favorite so if you're picking them there you might as well pick them to pick them on the spread on that game minus two i'll stay away from it just because like travis said i want i'll always be rooting and want mizzou to win but just seeing how he played, you know, down the stretch in Oklahoma can't score a lot more. I'll pick Oklahoma there. So let's roll into an interesting 5-12 matchup. You have number five, Creighton Blue Jays, who Travis had a future out to win on the Big East, got absolutely demolished. Like it wasn't even close. Georgetown. And they play UC Santa Barbara, who is hot. The Gauchos coming into this tournament. They won. What, what conference did they win? Shit, you got me. They won the Big West. They won the Big they're, West. They are twenty-two and four. Um, I've been high on UC Santa Barbara all year long. Um, hammered them in their in their conference tournament championship, and they rolled. Creighton, on the other hand, in their conference tournament, they lost to Creighton by or sorry, lost to Georgetown by what almost thirty. Yeah, and at one point, there were three a combined three people on their team who were three for 30. Jesus. That just goes to show me that they are inconsistent with scoring. I don't care if it's a bad night. If it's a bad night, maybe one person can have it, but three people, no way. 12-5, I'm going Santa Barbara here. Me and too. the spread's plus eight, and I love that. I know, I was going to say, Santa Barbara plus eight is probably one of my favorite ones. We, I mean, we've only talked about three games. That's probably one of my favorite ones. I am picking Santa Barbara as well. I wrote that down. That's one of my That's my first upset I saw, and I liked. They're 18-1 and one in 2021, Santa Barbara is. So they're hot coming into this thing. Creighton is not, and, and uh, March is all about the hot hand. Which rolls us into another game that I think is very interesting. The number four Virginia Cavaliers. Um, versus the number 13 seeded Ohio Bobcats out of the Ohio Valley, I believe. Um, so, you know, this is a this is a 13 four matchup because these have been coming increasingly more popular over the years. I feel like these these 13s over fours. And actually, ESPN when I clicked on this, they said that there's been at least one 13 seed to beat a number four seed in 25 or 30 years. In the past two tourneys, five of the eight matchups were decided by single digits. So. Close game. What do you? And the spread is double digits. The spread is Virginia minus ten. I'm going to stay away from this game betting, but I I do think Virginia gets done as much as I don't like them. Like I just don't see this being the thirteen four that happens. Uh, Virginia's defense has been a little bit of a letdown compared to how they've been in the previous couple years. 
But you got to think Ohio coming into this one probably hasn't played anyone uh, that's going to lock them down as much as Virginia. Absolutely. I'm also going to leave Virginia here. I just don't see another upset happening um, or just this upset happening. This isn't the 13 four. There's a few others that I have on my radar. This I isn't will, one of them. This I will one tell of you this though. What? If, if Ohio can figure out how to score early in this game, I'm talking in the first 10 minutes, if this is a back and forth game, I will not be surprised if Ohio wins just yeah. because they, they do score a lot. They score 80 points per game compared to Virginia 68. But if they, I don't think they're going to be able to figure out their defense. If they can early, they'll win this game. But I'm just going to say no. Yeah. No, I'm going to leave Virginia too here. I do like Ohio. I will probably bet them. Plus 10 is too rich for me. Virginia hasn't been great against the spread this year. As a matter of fact, they, I think, are one of the worst teams against the spread when I looked it up last time. Um, yeah, they are 11, 12, and 1 against the spread. Meanwhile, um, you know, so I like I like them to win, just not – and they, they said – ESPN even said right here, five of the eight matchups in the last few years have been decided by single digits. So that 10, that 10. And if you're already not good at covering the spread. Yeah. That's tell you. In Ohio, on the other hand, it's 14 and seven against the spread. So there you go. So we like Virginia to win. We're going to take Ohio to cover. Um, moves us on to the 6 11 game. Um, you got the six seeded USC Trojans coming out of the Pac 12. They're playing, they're, they'll play the winner of uh, Wichita State and Drake. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Drake's going to win that game. I That's what I'm, I'm, I'm saying Drake can beat USC, but I don't think Wichita state does. So if Wichita state can pull off the win against Drake, I think USC takes it. That's my kind of thought process. So I'm just going to go ahead and roll into it. There's not any gambling odds out there right now, because obviously this is a playing game. Um, I'm going to pick Drake. I think Drake's going to beat Wichita state. I think Drake's going to beat USC. I'm not impressed with USC going down the stretch. So are we, are we cool to, to, to pick the 11 seed here? Yeah, I'm cool with it because USC lost to Colorado in the Pac-12 semifinals. Is that correct? Yes. I don't remember how big of a deficit they lost by. I don't know. Just they they they're another team that kind of was was top fifteen uh, at one point during the year, just kind of limped limped into March. And they, I mean, I the like thing it. is, they they have they have the one guy who's like the game changer in that team in Mobley, and if he isn't getting hot, then he's not, then they're not going to win. And that's I hate teams that rely on just one sole guy. Uh, and they're that team. So let's pick the 11 seed and move on. Uh, the next one in this region is number three, Kansas Jayhawks gross versus the 14 seed Eastern Washington. And I don't hate the matchup for Eastern Washington, but what do you, what do you got for a stat wise on three 14s? Three 14s. Let's see what, let's see what they got. We got mm-hmm. number three seeds have won just have won 85% of the meetings with 14 seeds and have swept all four meetings at least three straight years for the third time. So there hasn't been a 13, four up or 14 over three upset since 2016. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't see have, it happening here. I mean, I don't much- see it either. Kansas was hot uh, in the, in the big 12 tournament. I know they only played one game, but then they had to bow out because of COVID, but I'm going to go ahead and pick Kansas here. Me too. I don't think they cover the spread though, because Eastern Washington is amazing. It is 11 point spread Eastern Washington, 15 and seven against the spread. Yeah. And that's why I said, I like the, the matchup for Eastern Washington. Cause I've bet them a lot this year. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Kansas is also 14, 12 and one, but 15 and seven, 11 points. Eastern Washington's hot. They came in when it went in their conference, Kansas, like you said, had the code issue. I think they get it done. It's going to be a lot closer. Rolls into the next game, the 7-10 game in this region. You've got the Oregon Ducks coming out of the Pac-12 versus the VCU Rams. 
right out of the gate, I like Oregon, even though they 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 filled Oregon State. Um, Oregon State's hot, obviously. They ended up winning the whole entire Pac-12 tournament. VCU, on the other hand, shouldn't even have been in there. I, this is a team I don't I don't think should have, should have made the tournament. Yeah, I agree. There's two. So there's two uh, against the spread like bets in this quadrant that I was going to pick in this section of the bracket, and it was uh, Santa Barbara and Oregon, which is who's a minus five favorite. Uh, I just I like Oregon. They I know they dropped to Oregon State. Whatever they had a bad game. VCU's just been very like much a liability all season long. They just got pounded by St. Bonaventure in their championship game in which St. Bonaventure was only like a two and a half point favorite and they won by like 14. Yeah. So Oregon here, much better team. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling them, rolling them on the spread to minus five. I like that. I like the spread pick. No, no need to spend any more time on it. Let's roll into this easy two fifteen matchup for us. It's Iowa versus Grand Canyon. Um, we're, we're obviously going to pick the two-seeded Iowa Hawkeyes to win this one. Tra- we're talking about the criteria for the champions win. Travis said Iowa stood out in his mind, so obviously we're going to pick them to win here. Um, not touching the spread because it's 15. It's too much for me. Maybe under of 145.5. That might be intriguing because Iowa games are typically a little bit lower scoring because they're in the Big Ten. But pick Iowa and just move on. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're going on Iowa. I can I can see them covering this spread, though. This is Grand Canyon's first uh, – Tournament berth, I believe. <clears throat> okay. So something oh. interesting to, to, to keep in mind. But um, so we got our first round matchups there. We got Gonzaga playing Oklahoma, uh, Santa Barbara playing Virginia, uh, Drake playing KU, and Oregon playing Iowa. Let's roll down to the East region. They're the lower left quadrant here where Michigan is the one seed. Michigan's obviously the pick here. They're going to play the winner of the playing game between Mount St. Mary's and Texas Southern. Don't see that being a very big fight. Any, any, any way you slice it. Yeah, I mean, even though Michigan's been struggling, we're not. I'm not picking a 16 seed, so yeah. no need to waste time on that. Rolling into this eight nine game, I hate this I, matchup. I hate this matchup. No, I hate it because I like both these teams yep. heading into this tournament, and they're just gonna kill each other and then run into Michigan. It's number eight LSU versus number nine St. Bonaventure, and I was the thing that sucks. I was gonna pick both these teams to like make it make a run. run. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And that can't happen. So uh, eight seed LSU at 18 and nine, nine seed St. Bonaventure at 16 and four. Like I'm so torn on this because I, I do think that one of these teams can beat Michigan. It's just which one. Uh, if I had, if you're, if you're like twisting my arm and like, if we're picking this based on like, Hey, who can go on to beat Michigan? I'm picking LSU. And to make it even worse, <laughs> it's a pick them. The spread's a pick. Yeah. So 
I was leaning LSU just because of how hot they've been. They should have beat Alabama today. Yeah. Uh, They just look really good. I know St. Bonaventure is good. They're 16 and four, but it's LSU and they face better competition. I'm going to lean LSU to here too. Although there is a stat here that if you are on the fence, you don't trust our pick. I will say the one thing that's deterring me from this is this right here. LSU's record against top 25 teams. They are two and five against top 25 teams and St. Bonaventure is currently ranked in a top 25 team, correct? Are they? No, they are not. Okay. I thought they were. So nope. they're not. So excuse me on that. We're going to pick LSU, roll on with it. I don't feel comfortable betting that game. I will stay away from it. I just That's a game I'm going to want to sit back and enjoy and not have any money on whatsoever. Like, I, I really do see that. Like, Vegas nailed it as a pick. Yep. You know, like, the, it's not a technical official line yet, but we, we got a, a, a basis of it. That's going to be a game that comes down to the last three minutes, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. So, we'll take an LSU. I like I like the agreement there. Let's roll on. Uh, this one, twelve five, which said can be dangerous, but I think too many people are gonna are gonna pick the underdog here. Colorado number five seed versus number twelve Georgetown, who I know they beat Creighton and they smashed them, but should not be in the tournament. I mean, they, they stole it. Did it doesn't matter? They they did what they had to do to steal it. I know. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you can't give it to them. They did what they had to do. They beat. They defied the odds. Same, you look on the other side of the bracket. Oregon State's a 12 seed on the other side, the same exact way. Right. But Georgetown so. should not be here. I don't think they're that good. They had a lucky run in their tournament. Yes. Uh, and I know it's March. I don't know, man. Colorado just lost, but it's got to come to an end. I'm taking Colorado here. I don't like that. We might. We we disagree here. I just – I don't think Colorado's I that think. good. I mean, look, I mean, Colorado <laughs> hasn't really beaten anybody. I mean, they beat Oregon. Yeah, cool. They beat US three, USC three times. So we just talk shit on USC. Meanwhile, Georgetown's beat Creighton twice. They beat Villanova. Um, they beat Seton Hall. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll pick I'll pick Colorado here just because I don't want to get, get an argument about it. In my personal bracket, I'm going to lean Georgetown here. Because I just I think again to me going into March a lot of it is who's hot and Georgetown is the definition of that and Colorado is the exact opposite. So, but Georgetown they did have a super easy road through their conference tournament. They had to play a banged up Villanova, like we already talked about that on our last episode. Then they got the more favorable matchup, and I think they played Seton Hall over St. John's, uh, and then. I, I think Creighton was just way looking past that game. Like, yeah, they were, they were on to the tournament. They're like, oh, we're playing Georgetown. We're going to win. Yeah. So the spread in this game's four, Colorado minus four. Um, I'm not going like to pick that. Georgetown plus four because I think that if I'm, I'm going to do that, I might as well pick them to win. What I do like is the total. It's 138 and a half. Georgetown's been scoring like crazy. Georgetown also lets up 70 something points a game. Um, so I would lean the over of 138 and a half in this one. But Colorado's defense only lets up 63 points per game. We'll see. Colorado's three and one versus top 25 teams. Uh, their BPI is 17. I mean, I know all numbers are pointing to Colorado, and that's usually like sometimes when a big upset happens. But I'm leaning Colorado. I'm leaning them spread as well. Uh, so oh, we're gonna have we're gonna have a few of these. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, but, I mean, I'll pick Colorado just because I. I mean, yeah, sure, but I would lean Georgetown um, and lean the over in this one. Anyway, let's let's roll on to the next one. Um, got the number four seeded Florida State Seminoles versus the number thirteen seed UNC Greensboro, who has been 
meh for us this year. We bet on UNCG games a lot. They have, they have been kind of a heartbreaker for us. Let's go yeah. ahead and say it. <laughs> yeah, they have been. And as, as limped as limpy as Florida State has been going to this tournament, I do not see this UNCG team beating them. I just don't see it. I don't see him beating them, but right now the spread's 10. 10. And I do I, and I do like that. Yeah. Because Florida State, let's be honest, I mean, both these teams have just fucked us all year long. We've got yep. Florida State, and they've lost. We've got UNCG, and they've lost a lot. I mean, for, for crying out loud, I had Florida State in, the, in their uh, conference tournament yesterday, and they lost to Georgia Tech, who they should not have lost to at all. Yeah, so the they spread's 10. Five turnovers. Spread's 10. You, Florida State's 11, 9, and 2 against the spread. UNCG, um, which is, I think it's on here. It's like Greensboro, something like that. I can't, I can never find it on this team ranking site. I know they're probably not world breakers either, but 10's a lot. Lean, lean the points. Take UNCG on the points, but pick Florida State in your bracket. Let's move on to the next one. It's a 6 11 matchup BYU versus a tough playing matchup between Michigan State and UCLA. So let's, let's, just slice let's not let's not mince words there that is a tough ass playing playing game right there that is a i usually don't like these playing games i'm pumped for this one yeah even like i will say i don't think michigan state should have got in i think that's a team that could have been replaced by literally any four of the first four out yeah i really do they were subpar i mean shit they lost the first game in their conference tournament yeah so so Anyway, very, very disappointing. I think UCLA beats Michigan State, and then uh, and then I think they could go and beat BYU too. I don't think so. I man, I don't know. The awful like, chalky region we got going on here. It is, but hey, sometimes that happens. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm not sold on BYU. I mean, you look at their resume. I mean, who have they really beat? I mean, recorded here at ESPN, they lost to Gonzaga three times. Yeah, cool. They beat San Diego State. Lost to USC by 26, beat Utah State by three, and lost to Boise by four. I mean, they. I mean, really, it's just like which team wants to show up. Yeah, this is a game. This is a game where I I feel like it's going to go either like it's a 50-50 pick. Yeah, we'll lean BYU just because we had an eleven six up in the top half right there. Um, but I don't like that. I'll stay away. From, there's no lines out right now. I am pumped and intrigued. What just for fucking shits and gigs? What is the line in the Michigan State UCLA game? out yet it's probably not out yet it's not uh, out yet i'd be intrigued by that one uh because all these playing games happen thursday i bet it's, I like gonna, how doing I bet it's four, gonna be within two points i like how they're doing all four playing mm-hmm. games the day before the tournament though i love that yeah. um yeah. anyway let's roll into the three fourteen texas versus abilene christian number three texas versus number 14 abilene christian this is this might be a super chalky region i just i mean this is a terrible matchup for abilene christian texas is pretty good in a lot of facets of the game they just Ran into a buzzsaw, or they no, they they won the Big Twelve. So yeah, no, they're they're yeah, hot. I mean, they're they're super hot right now, and I don't know who's going to stop them. It's not going to be Abilene Christian, even though, like, they have two pretty good. Like, they have four losses on the year. Two of them are to Arkansas and Texas Tech, in which they lost by seven to Texas Tech and thirteen to Arkansas. And the spread for this game is nine, so I'm going to stay away from it at all costs. I would too, because Texas is twelve and thirteen against the spread, so. I'm going to stay away from it at all costs, but Texas, zero chance loses this game. And okay. I can say that confidently. Yeah. So let's move on to the next uh, next game in this region, the 7-10 matchup. you got the UConn Huskies and the Maryland Terps. 
I mean, this is easy for me too. I, I think Maryland's a fucking bum team. Oh, I'm picking. I was picking Maryland. Oh, you I think they? For me, they can score. Like if, if when they turn it on, they can score like crazy. They can shoot the three ball. Uh, they have that Eric Ayala guy, and I I want to say his name was his last name's Wiggins. Yeah, could be wrong, but either way, like for me, I mean, they were down by ten plus to Michigan State in that first round. Turned it <coughs> around, and then they had a ten point lead within like seven minutes. Okay, I can get behind that. I can get behind Maryland winning that game. I honestly haven't watched many Maryland games all year. I haven't watched hardly any UConn games. Um, and but, UConn, like, I don't know. I I feel like they're just an, they're an average team at best. They lost to Creighton three times. Yeah, Villanova. They lost Seton Hall. Like their notable wins are USC by three, and they beat Seton Hall once, and they beat Xavier. That's it. All right, so we don't have a chalky region. We're gonna pick Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. I was I was reading their resume on this thing right here, and you know they said they have quality road wins. They beat. They won at Wisconsin, at Illinois, and at Minnesota this year. Which Minnesota, not a great team, couldn't do shit on the road. They were pretty solid at home. So Maryland beat all three of those teams on the road. Um, so but- if anyone, if there's anyone that at a neutral site has advantage, especially in ten seven games, it's gonna be Maryland. The one thing that worries me about Maryland is this, is this little point right here. They're the, one of the worst teams in the field that causing turnovers, and that's killer. That is killer. Uh, I don't love that <laughs> by any stretch of the measure. But, I mean, UConn just hasn't seen it really been able to get it done this year. They're 0-4 versus top 25 teams. I know Maryland's not one of those. But when you look at this – Maryland, in in the big, Maryland plays in the Big Ten, which is the easy the, the toughest conference of basketball this year. So, yeah. Um, I mean, you can't, no way you slice it. They very well could be. Anyway, we're on to Alabama and Iona. This is a no-brainer. Alabama's but, hot. Hang on, before, before we move on, UConn is a favorite now by four points. So I, I, would, I do. I wrote down Maryland plus four was, was yeah. what I'll lean there. So I'll pick Maryland. If they don't win, hopefully they cover the four points there. Um, so let's roll on real quickly. Alabama, number two seed versus Iona. No need to talk about this one, Alabama, right? Right, but 17 Pacino. points is too much. <laughs> Rick Pitino coaches Iona. I know. Uh, he's taken four teams, I believe, to the tournament now in his career. Pretty yep. impressive. It is impressive. But Alabama yeah. 17 and 12 and 1 against the spread, but this spread is 15. That is rich. 17. 17. Not touching it. That is rich. Iona is 11 and 5 against the spread. 11, 5 and 1. So wouldn't touch that, but we're picking Bama. Rolling with it. All right. So we got our left side of the bracket done first round. Probably spent a little too much time. We won't spend near as much time in depth on these matchups as we go along. So really want to touch on the first round ones. Let's go to the South region, which is your, if you're looking at the bracket, it's your upper right-hand corner. Um, number one, Baylor versus number 16, Hartford. Well, Hartford is a solid team. They just won their conference tournament today. Uh, just there's, there's no chance here. Yeah, no, not at all. Even though Baylor sucks in March, this is the first time Baylor's had a one seed. Uh, in the career of Baylor basketball. So even though this is the first, there's no way they're winning. Yeah. Or there's no way they're losing. No, I mean, uh, I don't think so either. Um, so we're going to pick them. 24 and a half point spread. We'll stay far, far away from that. Um, this next matchup is an 8-9 matchup. Nor- eight, number 8, North Carolina versus number 9, Wisconsin. I think this is an easy one for me. Really? I think this, like, I hate I hate picking 8-9s. Like, I've, I really just feel like they're a guess. So I just picked North Carolina because Wisconsin has been booty hole down the stretch. They've lost, they've lost six of their last eight. Yeah, they have. They're 17 and 12. So talk about a team that 
potentially should not even be here in yeah. the tournament. UNC is 18-10. The more, the more I look at it, the more I lean UNC, which is a one-point favorite. And I'll say, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a lock next to this. I love this pick. Yeah, I do. I know it probably won't matter much in terms of who they'll play in the next round, but that's why I kind of like taking gambles on eight nines and just yeah. kind of picking. Cool. Uh, so North Carolina, we love them to win minus one. So far, that's probably my favorite pick that we've that we had this far on gambling wise. Uh, mine is going to be uh, still Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara plus eight. Plus eight's a nice lock too. Um, anyway, let's roll into this five twelve, which is not love it. Even- it's number five, Villanova, who's missing their leading scorer, right? Um, senior yes, point guard. They're, they're missing two of their starters, two of their starting guards. Uh, their leading scorer is one of them. Obviously, we saw them lose to Georgetown in the first round of their conference tournament. They're a five seed playing Winthrop, who's lost one game this year. Yeah, so one game. you can see who we're leaning. We're going to lean the, the another 12-5 upset here. We're going to pick the Winthrop. I think they're the Eagles. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. They're the Eagles. They're the Eagles. Uh, I mean, you just look at them. They score a lot. They almost score 80 points per game. Um, they haven't played many people, but you know, they, like Travis said, they have one loss and they like to push the pace. And I feel like those two guards being out for Villanova is going to be key here in, in the pushing that pace. So we're picking Winthrop to win. We'll probably lean a money line for, for our picks. But if you're looking at the spread, they are six and a half point dogs, which I love. Yeah. And it makes it even better. The fact that like, no, there's not going to be really many fans there. Cause it is close to 25. Yeah. Well, 20, 25% capacity is what they're operating at for all these. Games. Yeah. So I like that. Um, but like we said, Villanova, they're just, they're not playing well. They've lost three of their last four. I uh, lost their leading senior guard, which we talked about earlier. You need that experience. You need a good yep. guard play. Uh, Winthrop, on the other hand, they regularly play 11 guys. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So Deep. you constantly have fresh feet in there. Um, they have apparently this weird seven-foot set, six-foot-seven point guard. Jesus. They have three triple-doubles this season. So and a six-foot-nine, 275-pound I mean, forward. If you're going to lean any 12-5 upset in the round one, lean this one. If you're going to bet any 12-seed money line, bet this one. That's advice you're not going to get anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. I, I think regardless, even if Winthrop loses, they cover the spread. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to do both. But um, anyway, moves us into the 4-13 matchup. You have the four-seeded Purdue Boilermakers out of the Big Ten um, and the 13-seed North Texas Mean Green, who won – who, I don't, this is a team that may not have made it if they didn't win their conference tournament. I'm not positive on that. They should know. Um, They're 17 and nine. They would not have made it. So they won the conference USA. They won four straight. Um, and Purdue, on the other hand, is the tallest roster in the Big Ten. So they're big and tall and lanky. You look at who North Texas has played. They're, they're key. All, all their notable results on ESPN are losses. losses. They lost to Loyola Chicago by eight, Arkansas by 15, West Virginia by 12. I just don't see this being a 13-4 upset, to be honest with no, you. No, I don't. Not going to touch the spread, but North Texas, they were up on, I believe it was Western Kentucky in their conference final on Saturday night. Up on them at halftime. After halftime in the second half, they had seven points in 17 minutes. Seven points in 17 minutes. Ended up somehow winning the game, but I'm taking Purdue here, no problem. 
Yeah, easy. Easy money there. Spreads eight, like Travis Taylor, staying away from that. Let's roll into this next game, which is another intriguing matchup, I believe. You got number six seeded Texas Tech Red Raiders out of the Big 12 versus a team that we've kind of bet and has been betted on, bet on this year and has been pretty good to us. The number 11 seed Utah State Aggies out of the Mountain West. Um, so they, have, they played San Diego State. They played Boise State. Mountain West was a tough conference this year. Let's 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 not let's not dice that anyway. They and they have a seven footer on their team who is a walking double double according to ESPN.com. Fourteen point eight points per game and 10, 10 rebounds per game. So, and they are the only team in the regular season to sweep San Diego State. They lost to them in their conference tournament, uh, and they were they were losing the entire game. Lost to BYU, lost to VCU. So I mean, like, it's just so tough because. That's another one of those teams where it's like, okay, which team are you going to see? Yeah. Yeah. So this right here is the 2019 tournament marked the first time since 2013 that number six seeds won at least three of four meetings against number 11. So that leads me to believe that we, that you will see that more often than not, you'll see more than one 11 seed win. Remember we already have one. We have Drake beating um, USC over on the left side of the bracket. Is this an 11 seed you can see getting it done here against Texas tech? I mean, I can see it. Like, I'm, I'm probably not going to bet either way. This is going to be one of those games I sit back and watch. I can definitely see Utah State winning, but if I'm picking just a team to win, I think I'm going to pick Texas Tech. Really? So if we scroll down here, this other 11-6 matchup is Syracuse and San Diego State. Remember, we've had at least two every year except every, uh, every year except for 2017 and 2012, or 2019 and 2012. At least two? That's what it said. Yeah. It said... 2019 tournament marked the first time since 2013 that number six seeds won at least three of the four meetings. So in 2019, you had three out of four win, and in 2013, you had three out of four win. So it doesn't happen very often. I will, I will take Utah State just because I don't think either of these teams advance first. The next team they're going to play, I don't think so either. So it's a it's a it's a game you you can take a gamble on. Um, Again, the spread is four and a half. I wouldn't touch it. So it's a low. I mean, for a for a six eleven, it's a pretty low spread. It is, but like Trev said, this is a game that I'm going to want to sit back and watch and enjoy for bracket purposes, not for gambling purposes. Um, Let's roll on to the three fourteen matchup in this one. So we did pick Utah State for your guys' clarification. We did. We did pick Utah State. Roll on to this next one. It's a three fourteen matchup: Arkansas Razorbacks um, versus Colgate, fourteen seed. Apparently, people were saying this is just going to be like a track meet. Because the over-under set at 157 and a half. Yeah. I mean, I think I think people are saying that just because obviously how much how much points these teams put up. But then you gotta think like it's Colgate and they're playing Arkansas. Colgate one has had kind of like a COVID season. They've only played 15 total games. They're 14 and one. They have the Patriot League player of the year on their team. Uh, but there's <laughs> there's no way they're beating Arkansas. I don't think so either. So we're going to pick Arkansas spreads eight and a half. They haven't played a single team in the top 75 in college basketball. So that leads me to believe I'm going to lean Arkansas at minus eight and a half there. Yeah. I think that's a solid pick. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And I won't touch the over-under because everyone and their brother's going to be on it, which means the under is probably going to hit. So, um, roll on to the next one. An intriguing-ass matchup. 7-10 matchup. Seven-seeded Florida Gators versus the 10-seeded Virginia Tech Hokies. It is a pick in Vegas. Um, Travis, at the beginning of the ACC tournament, had Virginia Tech as one of his dark horses to win. Uh, they didn't do it, obviously. Or did you, you actually picked him to win, I think, maybe. Yeah, I picked him to win the ACC. And I had Florida going pretty far in the SEC. Didn't really pan out that way, but I don't know. Pick them. I could see his matchup going either way. Yeah. I mean, as much as the few amount of upsets we've had, I always think that eight, nine, 10, sevens aren't really that big of upsets. No. Uh, in the first place. And just due to the fact of how Virginia tech has played, uh, the Kiva Luma, their, their junior center who leads the team. He's kind of like the, the main person that they go to. He looked like shit uh, in the AC tournament. So I'm leaning Florida here. Yeah, me too. I like Florida. I think they have a solid D. De- um, I think as I read somewhere, they, they had a pretty solid defense. Um, yeah. I mean, they only let up 69 points per game, Yeah, but Virginia tech only lets up 65. I mean, this is going to be one of those that's very close. Obviously Vegas never gets it wrong, uh, but going to lean, going to lean Florida, but again, it probably doesn't matter. Yeah. So and then that rolls into the two fifteen matchup in this region, Ohio State, who seemed they're, they're the two seed in this in this corner, who have seemed to find their rhythm once again uh, after kind of I think they lost three in a row going into the Big Ten tournament, um, or they play Oral Roberts, a team that should not be here. They won their conference tournament, um, so Ohio State's the easy pick there. Yeah, I mean Oral Roberts, their notable uh, games on ESPN also all losses, five of them. Arkansas by 11, Oklahoma State by 5, Oklahoma by 14, Mizzou by 27, yeah, and Wichita State by 5. And you're talking about an Ohio State team who just came back in the Big Ten championship game from down 14 to Illinois and then down 10 Illinois. Like they came, they brought it back from double digits twice. The largest lead Illinois had in that game today was 17 points. So, yeah. And they brought it back twice and should have won that game. Should have won. Absolutely. So we're going to lean Ohio State there. Let's roll into the bottom right-hand corner of the bracket, and then we're going to move on to the second round. Um, the number one seed in this corner is Illinois. They're playing Drexel. Easy choice there is Illinois. Um, they're one of the hottest teams going to the tournament. 21-point favorites. Won't touch that with the 10-foot pole. But the only thing that scared me, like I had, I was like up until today, Illinois going to the championship game. And then today they scared me. Yeah, but Ohio State's been playing well. 
Ohio State's been playing well. Drexel is 12-5-2 against the spread. So that 21's looking – that plus 21 on the other side is looking more and more enticing. Won't even touch it. Probably won't even watch that game, if we're being honest. Yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> rolls into an 8-9 matchup, um, which I think is going to be pretty good, but there's one team in here I think is easily going to win. Um, you get the 8-seed Loyola Chicago versus number 9-seed Georgia Tech, who, again, is a team that I don't think would be in this tournament if they did not win the ACC, and they did so. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm heavily favoring Loyola, who's only a minus two favorite. Me too. So we're both leaning Loyola. The, me, Travis and I were talking about them um, on the podcast last week. Uh, you know, they have just been murdering teams, which is kind of ironic because they're like a they're like a Christian school or whatever. But they've been murdering teams. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Georgia. I, I know Georgia Tech is like a little bit overlooked. Like they are seventeen and eight, and they've beat some decent teams. But when you look at Loyola, I know they're in a lesser conference, but they only allow 55 points a game. And then you look at a Georgia Tech team who, like, doesn't have that many scores outside of Jose Alvarado or whatever his name is and Moses Wright. Like, those are the only two people on their team that they can go to. I don't think it's going to end well for them. I don't think so either. So we're going to lean Loyola Chicago. Roll into this 5-12 matchup, which is intriguing, but not to me at the same time because – it's again, it's a, it's a team. It's a, this is a game. It's like, which team on both sides is going to show up? You got five seeded Tennessee versus 12 seeded Oregon state who would not be in this tournament. They had to win the whole damn thing to get in. They did it. Congrats to them. We've, we've rode Oregon state a lot this year and they've been very kind to us, which is why this plus nine on their end. I love. I probably won't, won't touch that. I mean, Tennessee, like even, they can, they can be down 10 and they can win by 15. Dude, they're like, just so streaky, and I fucking hate Tennessee. I, I don't like Tennessee either, but, like, this is a team who, no matter what, like, they could be down double digits, and they're going to they're gonna kind of storm back. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm, I honestly I'm, don't see that being a possibility with Oregon State. I'm, I'm not going to pick Oregon State to win. I think they used all their magic to get here by winning the Pac-12. Um, so, Tennessee, we're going to pick them to win. I like – if you're going to lean the betting side, I like Oregon State plus nine. Travis isn't touching it, but I like Oregon State. Um, rolling to the next one, you got a number four Oklahoma State versus number thirteen Liberty, which we said last week. I wasn't a big fan of Liberty being dangerous team. You were. I just don't see it getting done here. Cade Cunningham and that and that Oklahoma State team is just too good. It scares me because Liberty has the third best defense in the country. They only allow fifty nine points a game and. We've seen over the last two games of the Big 12 championship or Big 12 tournament, like what happens when Cade Cunningham can't hit his shots? He freaks out. He turns the ball over. He takes stupid shots. I'm not saying Oklahoma State is going to lose, but mark my words, if they do lose, I said I, I can see them losing this game. I'm not going to pick the spread. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to pick Oklahoma State to win, but I will not be utterly shocked if they lose. Wow. That surprised me. So I honestly think we haven't picked one. I think that Oklahoma state has a better chance of beating Tennessee than they do Liberty. I I mean, you're not wrong in that. We have not picked a 13 four in this entire bracket or, or a 14, a 13 over a four in this entire bracket. And there's been 25 of 35, 25, out of the last 35 years, there's been at least one. So we're going to count that this year is going to be one of those outlier years. I think, I, yeah. I, and I think, I think if there's one team 
Let's get ballsy and do it. We're gonna we're gonna pick Liberty. No, I'm not gonna do it. If if I'm gonna pick a 13 seed this year, it's gonna be Ohio over Virginia in that top left corner. I liked that one to be honest with you. I don't hate it. Like if if we want to roll with one, let's roll with that one over Oklahoma State because, like I said, I think Oklahoma State's matchup favors them better in the second round versus Tennessee than this round. All right, so we're, we're flip flopping. All right, cool. So anyway, in the top in the top left, we we switch uh, Ohio over Virginia. We're gonna roll with um, Oklahoma State here over Liberty. I'm not touching the spread either. It's it's eight. It's too big. Um, let's let's keep this train moving. We spent a lot of time on the on the first round. Um, this next matchup is easy for me to decide. San Diego State um, six seed over eleven seed Syracuse. Syracuse shot the ball incredibly well in that ACC, ACC tournament. And I think is going to bait a lot of people into picking this as a, as a 11, six upset. I just don't see it happening. Uh, no, I do not either. Uh, I actually love the, love the gambling aspect of it too. Oh, I did too. When I was looking at this, this is one of my favorite San Diego state has one of the best defenses in the country. They're only minus two favorite in this six eleven matchup hammering San Diego state. So again, we kind of did. This. Oh no, we 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 picked two eleven seeds. Okay, cool. So we're gonna do San Diego State there, West Virginia, the three seed versus number fourteen seed Moorhead. This is a dangerous one. I don't see it happening, but this is dangerous for for West Virginia. If if Moorhead is hot and they're shooting the ball well, I don't see a lot of teams beating them. Like they can talk about a team that can bang threes. I don't have their three point shooting like on record right here, just because we've been rolling through so much. But there's a team that can that can hit some shots. I'm looking it up right now because now now you gotta be curious. Um, but oh, and I want to say they have two brothers on the team, like, and their last name's Cooper. Uh, just because we've bet on them a lot throughout this year, picking West Virginia, but the spread's ten and a half. Don't know if I want to lean Moorhead or not. Yeah, that's a little dangerous there. Um, I'm gonna pick West Virginia too. That's a good ass team. They've they've. Played some dog fights. They do have two brothers. They're the Cooper brothers, Devon, yep. Devin, and Tayon. Yeah, I don't know if I, I probably fucking. Butchered I think it's. That. It looks like Talon. Yeah, but they from three point they shoot thirty five percent from three point. So not terrible, but not. Amazing. It's not bad when you when you watch a game and see how many they they, they shoot forty six percent from the field as a team. Their leading scorer shoots fifty eight percent from the field. Johnny Broom forward. That's amazing. Yeah, so they have, I mean, they have three point shooters. Apparently they have a big man who can bang down low. So this could be one of those upset games. I'm just, it's so hard to pick them because I wouldn't, they, they have burnt us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not either. When well, like I said, West Virginia is a solid team. I'm not picking the spread either. It's 10 and a half leaving that one alone. Let's move into Clemson versus Rutgers seven Clemson versus 10 Rutgers. I like Rutgers here. Clemson is another team started out hot and limped the rest of the year. I think they started out the year nine and one. And they finished, what was it, 16 and 7. So, yeah, well, Rutgers is a 10 seeded favorite. They're a two point favorite. Yeah, I can see why. Uh, this is another one of those games that I can see going either way. The only thing, Clemson was is has such a good defense. And if this doesn't tell you, they beat Alabama by eight. That's how good their defense is. So, like, they can shut the shooters down. They aren't, they aren't a very good scoring team by any stretch of the measure. They only score 65 points a game. But, and Rutgers is one in seven against top 25 teams who Clemson just got knocked out of the top 25. Yeah. We'll, we'll lean Clemson here. 
Um, Wayne Clemson, we have zero upsets in this quadrant, which we've seen it happen plenty of times. Yeah. Uh, so. Unless, unless we're going to have an upset here in this 215 matchup. Absolutely I told, not. Okay, maybe not. But I told Travis, this just screams to me Norfolk State Mizzou vibes back in 2012. Number two, Houston versus number 15, Cleveland State. Cleveland State, we've bet on them a lot this year. They've been very, very good to us. Talk about teams that can shoot well. They shoot the ball very, very well. Yeah, they, they do score a lot, but Houston has a really good defense. I wasn't on the Houston train. I actually bet against Houston. I bet on uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati in this in the, uh, the American Athletic Conference. Yeah. Uh, in the championship, and they absolutely murdered them. It was never even close, and that was when I was like, okay. Houston might be somewhat of a real deal. Well, that's another BPI, team that had like that's another team that had like a lot of like COVID issues, right? I mean, they played twenty seven games or twenty four and three. But it's like a very I just feel like I never team. fucking saw them playing. I, well, that's what I'm I, saying. They're like a super quiet team. They score seventy seven. They let up fifty seven. Like this is a team who I think people don't know a lot about that could make a deep run. I I, I concur with that. So we're gonna lean Houston. I'm not gonna touch the spread because it's, it's eighteen. Um, but we're going in Houston. So we got our first round matchup set. We had a lot of gambling picks for you. I'm going to rip off the ones that, that we like before we move on to the second round. Santa Barbara plus eight against Creighton. Creighton. Love that one. Um, Ohio plus 10 against Virginia. Actually, I'm like them to win now. Eastern Washington plus 11 uh, against Kansas. Oregon minus five against VCU. Um, we also like... UNCG plus 10 against Florida State. We like Maryland plus four against UConn. We like UNC minus one against Wisconsin. Winthrop plus six and a half against Nova and Moneyline against Nova. That's our favorite 12-5 upset. We like Arkansas minus eight and a half. We like Loyola Chicago minus two. We like Oregon State plus nine against Tennessee. And then San Diego State minus two against Syracuse. Those are the ones we liked a lot. Did I miss anything? Uh, I think you got them all. Sweet. Them all. Sweet. All right. So let's roll into the second round. These will start on Sunday. So this Sunday. So probably about a week or so from you guys are hearing this. Um, let's roll into, we're going to, again, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to work from top left down and then go to the top right down. So we got number one, Gonzaga versus number eight, Oklahoma. I don't see Oklahoma beating Gonzaga. I don't think they have the length or the ability to do it. As much as I think Gonzaga's over, like not necessarily overrated, uh, but a lot of people are like, oh, they're going to win it. Uh, I don't think that Oklahoma's going to be the one to take them down. I don't think so either. Gonzaga's got a very, very easy corner of the bracket, um, which rolls rolls us into our um, second 13. matchup. 12-13. A 12-13 matchup, which does happen more often than not in tournaments. You got 12 UC Santa Barbara versus 13 Ohio Bobcats. I, I wouldn't say to... more often than not, but it's definitely happened before. Yeah. Well, you see 12 13s a lot of the times because that's that's a common upset right there. Yeah, that's true. But if we're talking about the team that could, that if this matchup happens, not even if this matchup happens, even if Virginia goes on, uh, if Santa Barbara makes it in, I like them to win this game. I, I like Santa Barbara to go to the Sweet 16, regardless of who that could they be. Play. Dude, I love that we're on that train, fucking Santa Barbara train, just like when we were on, when I was on the Montana train couple of years ago i'm gonna have to order me a uh what, what are they the honchos the gauchos gauchos <laughs> gauchos yeah. i have to order me a santa barbara shirt before this weekend fucking we, not, they're not my concho uh, <laughs> my concho yeah um, 
So yeah, we like the Gauchos over Ohio in that 12 yeah. 13 matchup, which would love to see it. We'd love Me to see too. it. So it rolls down to what we have. Potentially, we have Drake winning that play-in game. We have Drake going to beat USC. So we got Drake versus Kansas in the second round. Again, another game you have to look at and be like, eh. Hey, before we talk about this matchup, even if Wichita wins and they beat USC, we're still claiming this shit. Like, this still still happens. So the 11 seed, Drake or Wichita, to play Kansas. I don't see either of these teams beating Kansas, though. Me neither. It sucks because again, like this is a cup, such a, such a cupcake corner of the bracket. The more I look at it, like it really is. You put Kansas in any of these other spots, they could they could lose first or second round. But um, which rolls down to Oregon, Iowa. I'm sorry, Oregon, you let me down. I'm gonna lean Iowa here. Yeah, I mean, I would I would consider taking Oregon had they won their conference tournament, and then also you pile on top of that. Had we not talked about what we did at the top of the podcast we rolled off like that list of what each team needed. Yeah. Uh, now that made me solidify Iowa more in my head. Absolutely. So sweet 16 in the top left, you got Gonzaga versus Santa Barbara and then Kansas versus Iowa. So let's roll down. one, two, three, 12. Well, I love it. I love it. Let's roll down to the bottom left. This is a tough one. Michigan versus LSU. Talk about a Matt. Talk about, and I feel like this is common too. I feel like one seeds are getting bounced earlier and earlier. I think there's always at least one one seed that loses in the second round. And looking at all these matchups, this is the one. Oof, I don't know this one too right here. Baylor, North I Carolina. I don't think ba- no. I think that LSU is a much tougher uh, matchup than North Carolina is, just because LSU, like, if they start scoring, you can't stop them. They can get points in a lot of different ways. Michigan right now is struggling. Like they're going to play that 16 seed. Yeah, they, they're going to win. But then you go up against an LSU or a St. Bonaventure, it's going to be a dogfight. And I don't think that Michigan's ready for it, especially if Isaiah Livers probably isn't going to be back. So we're going to lean LSU here, I guess. I mean, I, I always like to pick one one seed to get bounced in the second round. If we're gonna if we're gonna lean this one, let's lean this one and roll with it. I do I like LSU. Say, They're hot. I will say this is a corner of the bracket. This bottom left is one that could just get fucked really quick. Yeah, because I mean we picked Colorado to win and Georgetown could very easily win. So I mean a lot of different things. Let's roll this into us. So we got LSU beat upset Michigan in the second round. Um so eight, eight over one. Then we got Colorado and Florida State. Um, either of these teams, which we really love, which is what I'm I saying. I think Colorado's, I think Colorado's bums. I don't think they're that good. I think Florida state's bums. I, I think, think Colorado's overrated because teams have to go in and play in Colorado. And it's so hard to play there because the altitude. And that's where a lot of their wins that's, come from. That's what I was telling you heading into the, that conference tournament. It, like neither of these teams, like I hate this as a five and four matchup because I think these are two of the most overrated five and four seeds in the tournament and they're playing each other. I'm going to lean Florida state. I'm sorry. I will just because I think they have the, the easier first round matchup for sure. For sure. Rolls us down to six, six seed at BYU versus Texas three seed. Um, Got to lean Texas here. I just don't see. Yeah, even, even though we're horns down nation. Yeah. Uh, Jarrett wasn't sold on BYU and I'm not sold on them either. I think Texas has an easy road here. Absolutely. Which rolls us down to 10 seeded Maryland versus two seeded Alabama. Alabama's hot. They can shoot the three. See, I, I'm, and I was not, I'm not a big Alabama fan heading into this tournament, but these first two matchups, at least, 
super easy for them. Absolutely. So we're only in Alabama over Maryland. So the Sweet 16 in the bottom left corner, you got LSU, eight seeded LSU versus four seeded Florida State, and three seeded Texas versus two seeded Alabama. Let's so roll got, up. To we the got top. one, two, three, twelve, and eight, two, three, four. Yep. So let's roll into the top right corner. Baylor versus North Carolina. I don't see two 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 one seeds bowing out here. Um, so definitely probably have to lean Baylor here, correct? Yeah, as much as again, don't love Baylor in March, don't love Baylor to be a clutch team. North Carolina just doesn't have the doesn't have that like it factor to get it done this year. Didn't love them in the first round anyway. Um in the second game. This is one that if it happens, I could see being an absolutely incredible game. We have number 12 Winthrop against number four Purdue. And this is a game I can see Matt Painter just fucking himself right in the ass. I was going to say, dude, this is a game Purdue loses every fucking time. Like take Every time they lose this. And I love it. So Winthrop, are we going to lean Winthrop here? I, so I had two 12 seeds right out of the gate when I looked at this bracket. I'm like, I like them to go to the Sweet 16. It was Santa Barbara and it was Winthrop, and they were going to be my Sweet 16 regardless. So, boom, there you so go. They, and they, so they both allow 66 points a game. Uh, Winthrop scores on average about eight more points a game. So they seem like they have the offense. And Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purdue has been on, like, has been riding this hot streak, and I think about this time would be the time that Matt Painter just crumbles it for him i absolutely agree so we're gonna lean winthrop there to upset purdue so two upsets for winthrop two 112s i love it love it um rolls us into utah state 11 seed utah state who upset texas tech in the first round of our bracket versus number three arkansas just don't see utah state carrying that magic here you arkansas is tall they're fast i just don't see it happening yeah i don't either i think that they they lost the game that they were going to lose and an ugly game in the postseason, and that was to LSU. I don't think they're going to lose one on Utah State. I don't think so either, which leads us into our next game, Florida versus Ohio State. Again, Ohio State's a team that's turned it around. Um, they gave Illinois a hell of a fight in that Big Ten championship game today. I This this is a dangerous team in March, if you ask my opinion. I don't know. I think we have too many one two threes. I think I like Florida here. All right, convince me on why Florida should win this matchup. Oh, let's convince you on why Florida should win. You know, I don't. So let's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you, if you know why they, I mean, I, I'm not saying that, I don't know. I'm the only reason that I'm against Ohio state is because what they just did to us with that spread tonight. <laughs> number seven seeds have won seven of 12 meetings with number twos in the past five tourneys. Oof. Okay. So they've they're over fifty percent in these matchups, and we don't have one of them. You're right; that's the this one. Would be to do. the only one. Florida over Ohio State. We got them upset. So we got an SEC matchup in the Sweet Sixteen. In this corner, we got Baylor versus Winthrop in the top right for the Sweet Sixteen, and Arkansas versus Florida. So right, I'm glad you pulled up that stat. 
because that's what sold me on Florida. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you got you got to find something. Any little nugget of information you can find is good. And we we provide it to the listeners. Let you guys take it and run with it. So roll down to the bottom right corner of the bracket: Illinois versus Loyola Chicago. A big Illinois matchup. Sorry, sorry, Sister Jean ain't getting it done against Illinois. Yeah, I mean, if it was lo- like we talked about this last week, we loved Loyola to make a run. Uh, literally, I think anybody but Illinois. Yeah, it, seriously, seriously. If they would have got the eight nine with Gonzaga, them over Gonzaga every every fucking day. I'm, I'm saying, I'm I would consider them over Baylor. I would pick them over Michigan and Gonzaga. Consider them over Baylor. Yeah, rolls us into the five four in this one. Tennessee Oklahoma State. Travis, you said that if Oklahoma State gets past Liberty, there's no way they're losing to Tennessee. Uh yeah, that's that's what I said, and I, I'll stick to that. Tennessee can come back from a lot of teams. I don't think they're going to come back against an Oklahoma State team. I don't think so either. Let's roll down here to a 6-3 matchup that I think has an intriguing possibility for an upset. Got six-seeded San Diego State uh, versus number three, West Virginia. Travis shaking his head. Travis, you like San Diego State in this one? I do. I really do. I bet on San Diego. We bet on them to win their conference tournament. They did. I bet on them versus Utah State, which was only a two-point favorite, and they rolled. Uh, They're looking good. They get to a comfortable lead and this is a team where if they get to a comfortable lead they hold it unlike a lot of teams this is concerning we're going against the grain here since 2008 number three seeds have won 18 of the past 21 meetings with number six seeds that's an 85.7 percent win percentage so the but we, have, we have favor, all three seeds except for this one in the sweet 16 yeah we did so we're gonna lean san diego state to upset west virginia in the, in the second round to go to the sweet 16 which leads us into Clemson, Houston. Travis said you thought you liked Houston as a dark horse. I didn't like. I didn't. I think whoever wins this shit, dude. Even if Cleveland State upsets Houston, whoever wins this seven ten game versus Clemson and Rutgers is not going to win. Not going another game. I like Houston in this one. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't. I. I think Houston has a very very easy road to the Elite Eight. Very easy, especially like. We just saw what they what they did against an average team. I think they play nothing but like around average teams or decent teams up until the Elite Eight. Absolutely. So that lead, that gives us our Sweet 16 matchup. We'll roll it off for you guys. We got Gonzaga, UC Santa Barbara, Kansas, Iowa, LSU, Florida State, Texas, Alabama, Baylor, Winthrop, Arkansas, Florida, Illinois, Oklahoma State, San Diego State, and Houston. So Let's go back to that top le- right, left corner of the bracket. We got Santa Barbara as a 12 seed, making it this far. I'm not a huge Gonzaga guy, but I think the I think the Gaucho magic runs out here. Yeah, as I don't. See, I'm not picking a 12 seed to make it to the Elite Eight. Although Loyola Chicago did that one year, but we're going to lean Gonzaga. I think they were 11. Yeah, but they made it to the Final Four. Yeah, that's true. That I don't think Frank we, we went out on a limb picking UC Santa Barbara to make it this far. Absolutely. Which leads us into Kansas and Iowa three, two matchup. Fuck Kansas. We, we, Iowa checked all the boxes. We talked about at the top of the podcast. I like Iowa here in this one. I know it's super vanilla to have a one, two in lead eight, but I, that's how I, how I see this, this corner playing out. Yeah, I, I think so too. Although honestly, like I can see this being, this would be an absolute awesome game to watch. Like totally evenly matched uh, on paper uh, this would be a good game, but we're going to roll Iowa. Okay. Iowa and Gonzaga in the Elite Eight on the top left. Bottom uh, bottom left, LSU and Florida State. This is – I mean, there's 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 always a Cinderella team. I'm not saying they're going to make all – I know there is. 
but it's almost like when we get to this point, we have an eight, four, I almost want to save face, like kind of like save our ass a little bit and pick the four seed just because they have a better chance of making it that far. Like as far as we're concerned, LSU could lose the St. Bonaventure and we're fucked if we picked them to go to the elite eight. But do you really think Florida state's an elite eight team? I don't think either of these teams are an elite eight team, but with, with these roads, like any one of these teams could make it. It's it's tough. It really is. Like, and we'll talk about State. another team. Talk about another team that's like pretty good on, pretty evenly matched on paper. LSU scores seventy five. Florida State scores seventy. On the contrary, Florida State allows seventy eight. LSU allows eighty two. BPI twenty one and twenty four. Like they're right there, neck and neck. Yeah, and that makes you want to lean LSU because they're the hotter team. But like you said, to save face. If they make it lead eight, I'm coming for your ass on this one because that's gonna be shitty. Um, that's fair, but I do I do say, well, I said it in like that Kiva Luma guy from Florida State. Uh, I feel like he could dominate in this game because LSU doesn't have a ton of like big big men that contribute. For sure, for sure. So leads us into our bottom our matchup on the other the other Sweet Sixteen matchup in that corner of the bracket: Texas and Alabama. Tough game to pick. Tough, tough game to pick. If the since I don't like Alabama, like Alabama's gonna go cold. They're gonna go cold, and I think if there's a team that can put up enough offense to beat them, it could be Texas. I was gonna say I think Alabama's gonna gonna have a shit game at some point in time, but then again, everyone's like Alabama could be in that Final Four consideration. And if Alabama's only beaten one top twenty-five team this season, so we're gonna we're gonna roll Texas. So we got Texas. Texas listen to this: fucking Alabama's hate, played four this. matchups. Versus Alabama, Texas has played thirteen matchups, or Alabama's played four matchups versus top twenty-five teams. Texas has played thirteen. I hate this matchup we have in Elite Eight. I hate having Florida State and or Texas going to the Final Four. It sucks, but it's going to happen. That's our Elite Eight matchup down there, Florida State and Texas. Ooh, um, <laughs> I told you, I said that bottom left corner is going to cause troubles. Yeah. That's, that, that is going to be the the so call now. That's going to be corner bracket that fucks everyone's shit. Yep. Um, top right Baylor Winthrop. Just don't see it getting done, Winthrop. I don't see it happening. Nope. We've uh, we've stretched ourselves thin on Win- Winthrop here. So going Baylor, Arkansas, Florida. Arkansas is easily the better team there. Oh, absolutely. Um, as a matter of fact, they beat Florida by eleven when they played this year. So yeah, there we go. Baylor, Arkansas, and Elite Eight in that matchup. And then we got Illinois and Oklahoma State. As much as I've ridden Oklahoma State this year, and they've been very, very kind to me, I've ridden Illinois a lot as of late. They've been kind to me. And Illinois, to me, is probably the most complete team in this tournament. Yeah, I mean, heading into the tournament, they are the team to beat, I think. I think so, too. I mean, dude, I didn't realize until today, those those two big guys they have, uh, Kofi, uh, his name's Cockburn. It's Coburn, but it is Cockburn. It's Cockburn. Um and then that that big tall white Georgie guy, he's he I he's got a lot of energy come off the bench. I like him a lot. Yeah, he fouled out today, but he yeah. did. He did. <laughs> but he had he provided he came in for a stretch whenever Coburn was 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 in foul trouble. He had three um in the second half, like late in the second half, and Coburn came out and that Georgie guy came in and just like was getting offensive boards and putting them back and like like even even today when their shooters were struggling, they still won the game. Like yeah. Dasunmu shot like five of seventeen, and 
that guy off the bench can't think of his damn name Cord Cordello or something. Yeah, he was he was shot like four of thirteen. Like even when their shooters do bad, they still win games. So yeah, so Illinois is going to win that one. San Diego State and Houston. I mean, I'm going Houston. I, I, I lean. I don't like it. I, I hate the one twos because we've got two one twos. We actually have three ones in the Elite Eight. I'm not a huge fan of with this being a weird year, but our Elite Eight is as stands: Gonzaga, Iowa. Florida State, Texas, Baylor, Arkansas, and Illinois and Houston. So let's go with Gonzaga, Iowa. Right out of the gate, Gonzaga's not going to the Final Four. Yeah, I mean, I think this could be a team that could knock them off. Yeah, for sure. Like Iowa. Gonzaga, they are good on paper. Everyone thinks they're going to win it. You got to think about their level of competition they play all year. Absolutely, they don't play anybody in the West Coast Conference, whatever the fuck it is. Um, they are 4-0 versus top 25 teams, but I don't know. I mean, they did beat Iowa by 11 earlier this year. Ah, I don't care. I, I, I looked at this, and I saw that Iowa um, had an easy, easy road to get to the Final Four. So I'm going to roll with it. We're going to go Iowa in our Final Four. Brings us down to the bottom corner, Florida State and Texas. I hate Florida State, so I'm automatically saying Texas. Yep, absolutely. Same thing. Didn't like Florida State here. I think – uh, it's more likely for Texas to make it here than Florida State in the first absolutely, place. Absolutely, absolutely. So Baylor, Arkansas, man, this is tough. I don't, this I don't like Baylor tough. making it this far. Baylor's shitty in March, bro. I can see Baylor losing the second round game in North Carolina or Wisconsin. Whoever wins it, that's that's my opinion. When you look at it, regardless, even if Arkansas were to play Ohio State in the Sweet Sixteen, they are going to at least make it that far. Yeah. I mean, I think that they have a easier road and they're more reliable than Baylor in March. So Arkansas? Let's do Arkansas. Arkansas. No one seed yet. Yet. It's going to come to an end because I see Illinois beating Houston. I see him actually probably thumping a mud hole in their ass, to be honest with you. All right. So final four, we got one, two, three, three. Iowa versus Texas and Arkansas versus Illinois. So let's, let's, we got two big 10 teams, a big 12 and an SEC team. A lot of diversity. Yeah. This Iowa-Texas uh, matchup. It's tough not to pick Iowa here. It is. It really is. It's because, I mean, when I get this far deep, I'm just like, who has, like, who has the better chance of making it here? So does, does Texas check those boxes that I said earlier? Let's go back to it. Does Texas check those boxes? No, they're not in the top seven of offense. So they all that could don't, don't check that box. Right. So What's the next I, one? Well, what's what's what? A, a, a top 20 defense. Let me, uh, let well, me I, I got it. I got it right here. Top 20 defense. They are nope. not. Nope. Hang on. As a matter of fact, you know who is Illinois is though. Yeah, they are. Are they? No, they're not. Yes. Adjusted. I'm on. It's, it's according to Ken Palm rankings. Uh, okay. According to Ken Palm. Yeah. Okay. Um, in their guard play, Courtney Ramey. <laughs> Old Mizzou uh, boy. Yeah, is their uh, starting guard, so I don't like that from the get-go. Do they have any upperclassmen? Uh, no, it, it, it's I, the, the, the clear answer here is Iowa. It is, which I don't like making to the championship game, but just given their road. It's yeah. So it, Oregon, Kansas, Gonzaga, like those are three matchups that could be tough, but you put them in any other corner of the bracket, and those are 
a lot tougher matchups. Absolutely. And this one's easy to me too. Illinois yeah, is in Illinois. Illinois over Arkansas. I'm sorry, Arkansas fans, but actually, no, I'm not really. Um, we Illinois just saw Ar- this matchup and it wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So then you got we Illinois. Illinois winning. Somebody, somebody punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> Come through my screen and punch me in the face right now. I mean, we said it last week. They're hot, and they check all those boxes we said. They have a top seven offense. They have a top 20 defense. They got it. They have a senior, um, an, an upperclassman leading the way. They have a good point guard in that, what I can't even say his fucking name. Ayo um, DeSumo. And then they have a good three-point shooter, which is that dude off the bench that you mentioned, or a good clutch shooter. Uh, I will say, though, the the one thing that does not lean Illinois' favor is that that is the toughest corner of the bracket. It is. Far. If they get out of it, though. Oklahoma State, Tennessee, San Diego State, Houston, West Virginia, like those are all teams who in different corners of the bracket I can see making the Final Four. Yeah. Early date. Me too. Me so. too. It sucks to say, but just given you know what we just ran through, I had a feeling that our pick was going to be Illinois, or at least mine. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just hard not to lean Illinois. So we're gonna do seventy six to sixty eight. I did sixty one fifty four, but we do seventy six fifty sixty eight. Seventy six sixty eight. You got it. So got Illinois cutting down the nets. We got Illinois over Iowa. Big Ten championship game. Um, I again, I don't love Iowa overall, but like you said, their road to get there is just too easy. Iowa's, yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, it really is. Like, we do this every year. The chances of us being correct, Iowa could get bounced in the second round. Okay. So, before we before we let these guys go, because it's been a long, long podcast, we got the Futures to win the to win the national championship. Gonzaga's the favorite at, favorite at plus 200. Baylor's second at plus 600. Um, the uh, Michigan's third at plus 600 as well, or the tie for, for Baylor. Illinois is plus 700. So we get Illinois plus 700 odds to win the championship. Um, Iowa is plus 1600. So they're right there. Houston. I can see that because Kansas, Gonzaga, those are two tough matchups to get to the final four. Yeah. If they, if those were their matchups. Yeah. Houston's plus 1800. Bama's plus 2100. Ohio State's plus. So it kind of goes on for that. If you want my, my honest opinion, I like Iowa's road to get there. Plus 16, plus 1600 is a lot. I just don't, just don't think they have it to get it done. Again, it's hard not to look at Illinois being the third favorite here, and I think they're easily better than Michigan, Baylor, and Gonzaga. That's what I'm saying. I mean, plus what, 700 to 700. win the tournament? I th- yeah. I, if, if I'm rolling one, and obviously we just picked them, so let's roll Illinois for our tournament favorite to win. There we go. All right. You heard it here first. Um, guys, just uh, have fun betting in March, have fun gambling, follow us on the action network. We're going to release all of our picks out. Um, obviously uh, we, we ripped off the ones we liked in the first round for you. That's probably all we're going to do in the first round. Cause we're not going to force ourselves on every single game, but we'll, we'll release them every single round. So as soon as the game's over on Saturday, we'll have shit out there for Sunday morning for um, the second round games. But um, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we just have tons more picks uh, on our action network than we put on social media. Like we went, uh, we did very well in our golf matchups this past weekend. So, like, if you're not following us there, you're losing out on 
uh, other picks that were winning because obviously we're not we're not just putting straight winners on on Twitter and Instagram. No, we're not. We're not. Got to follow us there. Get the real content. But it's been a long episode. We're not going to plug anything. We just want to do this for fun. Shits and gigs. If you want to buy something, check out the merch store. All that shit. Link in bio. Um, but have a fun March Madness. Enjoy the hell out of it because we did not get this shit last year. Yep, absolutely. So with that being said, we will see you, I guess we'll do next week for the uh, Sweet 16 episode. We could do that as well. Yep. Shit. Anything about that? Yep. yep. We'll be back next week for Sweet 16. I think, I, hold on, let me check. I think we got some other shit on, on docket. Except I want to say we have a UFC fight too. That's the 27th. Uh, we, we have the Miocic fight. Oh shit. Yep, we do. You're right. So we're going to do Sweet 16 and Miocic and Gami next week. Yep, might have a special guest next week as well, so stay tuned for that. But other, anyways, guys, take it easy, have fun, and enjoy the hell out of March. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.